for 12-22-23. This is the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup. Reading the news so you don't have to. And in no particular order. The LEQ device, specifically created to alleviate loneliness among seniors, offers a range of interactive features like personalized conversations, music, jokes, health reminders, and the ability to make video calls and contact emergency services. Widely distributed by assistance agencies across several states, LEQ has plans for a large-scale expansion to over 100,000 units in the next five years, and with high user engagement averaging over 30 interactions per day, LEQ has successfully reported a significant reduction in loneliness, with more than 90% of its users affirming a decrease in their feelings of isolation. A federal judge in Alabama has advocated for the state to modify its execution protocol to respect the rights of death row inmate Kenneth Eugene Smith. The judge's recommendation focuses on allowing Smith to audibly pray and deliver his final statement unmasked in the presence of witnesses before his execution by nitrogen gas. This execution method involves using a gas mask to substitute breathable air with nitrogen leading to death due to oxygen deprivation. President Joe Biden has taken a significant step in reforming drug policy by pardoning individuals convicted of marijuana use and possession on federal lands and in the District of Columbia. Additionally, he has commuted the sentences of 11 individuals incarcerated for nonviolent drug offenses. These pardons cover a range of federal and D.C. marijuana offenses, including attempted and simple possession on federal property. In doing so, President Biden has also called on governors and local leaders to mirror these actions by erasing marijuana convictions, highlighting the importance of ensuring equal justice in the realm of drug policy. The International Trade Commission has denied Apple's request to circumvent an order that prohibits the use of a specific technology for the blood oxygen measurement feature in its Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2. Consequently, Apple is poised to halt sales of these affected models in the U.S., a move projected to diminish their holiday season sales by an estimated three to $400 million. However, Apple Watches already purchased with this technology will remain unaffected by the suspension until, you know, they find a way to remove it because in years past, didn't they try to knock off, or not knock off, but reduce the battery capability of their phones and their old ones so you'd have to buy new ones so i would say use it while it's there until they decide to get rid of it the north american aerospace defense command or norad annually tracks santa claus's journey across the globe using advanced radars and sensors disseminating updates via its website and mobile app NORAD's Operations Center, staffed by around 1,100 volunteers on December 24th, turns into a hub of festive activity as they handle calls and share Santa's progress. While NORAD utilizes the same sophisticated technology for monitoring North American airspace safety, the specifics of Santa's sleigh, which might involve high-tech secrets, remain a delightful mystery. This tradition not only adds to the holiday cheer, but also showcases NORAD's capabilities in a family-friendly way. Cummins Incorporated has reached a settlement agreement to pay a record $1.675 billion penalty for violating the Clean Air Act, making it the largest fine in the Act's history. The U.S. Department of Justice accused the company of illegally modifying engines with defeat devices to cheat emissions tests. These alterations resulted in thousands of tons of excessive nitrogen oxide emissions from nearly 1 million Cummins engines primarily used in Ram pickup trucks. 
Scientists have recently made a significant discovery in Southeast Asia, identifying five new species of hedgehogs, including two completely new species and three that have been reclassified from subspecies. These newly discovered hedgehogs are characterized by their soft fur, lacking the typical spikiness, and inhabit tropical rainforests. They are distinguished by their dark brown fur, narrow snouts, and entirely black tails. A high-ranking Al-Shabaab commander implicated in numerous attacks in Somalia and Kenya was killed in a U.S. airstrike. This successful operation was a joint effort by the Somali Armed Forces and the U.S. military and notably resulted in no civilian casualties. Alo Holdings, the parent company of Pornhub, has entered into a deferred prosecution agreement with the United States, agreeing to pay over $1.8 million in connection with alleged links to a sex trafficking enterprise. The company acknowledged receiving funds from Girls Do Porn, a production company implicated in sex trafficking activities. As part of the agreement, ILO has committed to compensating the victims and will be under the supervision of an independent monitor for three years. Additionally, the company is required to enhance its compliance protocols, marking a significant step in addressing issues related to online exploitation and sex trafficking. A U.S. appeals court has rekindled a lawsuit against the band Nirvana, alleging the publication of child pornography due to the use of a naked baby photo on their album cover. This decision overturns a prior ruling enabling the plaintiff to pursue legal action based on the band's republication of the album cover in 2021. The court, however, did not determine whether the album cover constitutes child pornography. The defendants in this case include the surviving members of Nirvana and the photographer responsible for the image. Florida Stain is pursuing legal action against the Atlantic Coast Conference as authorized by its Board of Trustees, challenging the conference's handling of media rights and the imposition of substantial withdrawal penalties. The lawsuit alleges that the ACC's grant of right contravenes antitrust law and includes unenforceable withdrawal penalties constituting a breach of contract and a violation of public policy. FSU's motivation to exit the ACC stems from concerns over an undervalued and extended media rights agreement with ESPN. The university also criticizes the ACC's refusal to modify revenue distribution in a manner that reflects the university's contribution and value within the conference. Newly declassified intelligence from the United States has revealed Iran's substantial involvement in orchestrating attacks against commercial vessels in the Red Sea. This involvement includes backing the Houthi rebels, who have executed over 100 attacks on ships in the area during the past four weeks. Iran's support for the Houthis extends to the provision of sophisticated equipment such as drones, missiles, and monitoring systems specifically aimed at targeting maritime vessels. In a landmark case, two Denver-area paramedics were found guilty in the 2019 death of Elijah McLean, a black man who died after being injected with a lethal dose of ketamine following police restraint. The paramedics were convicted of criminal negligent homicide, and one of them was additionally convicted of second-degree assault. These convictions could result in several years of imprisonment for the individuals involved, setting a significant precedent in the accountability of medical first responders in situations involving law enforcement. The U.S. Supreme Court has chosen not to make a decision on the issue of presidential immunity for Donald Trump, opting to wait until the case is reviewed by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. This move aligns with Trump's strategy to postpone his trial, marking a temporary victory for him. This case at hand centers on a crucial legal question. Whether a former president can claim immunity from prosecution for alleged crimes committed during their tenure in office. 
The Supreme Court's deferment means that the ultimate resolution of this issue, which could have significant implications for presidential accountability, remains pending, with both sides retaining the option to appeal the forthcoming ruling by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. In San Francisco, a jury acquitted a homeless man charged with assaulting a businessman who sustained severe injuries during the incident. The defense successfully argued that the homeless man acted in self-defense, responding to being sprayed with bear spray by the businessman. The case, captured on video, has brought to the forefront the complex and ongoing debate surrounding issues of crime and homelessness in San Francisco. During a fire at New York City's Rikers Island, inmates were confined in their cells for approximately 30 minutes, resulting in injuries to 20 individuals. Compounding the crisis, the sprinkler system in the jail unit affected had been disconnected from its water supply for a year, and mandatory fire safety audits had not been conducted. The Legal Aid Society has strongly criticized the Correction Department for this mismanagement, raising serious concerns about its capability to effectively administer Rikers Island. Japan has recently relaxed its arms export regulations, permitting the export of completed defense equipment made in Japan back to its country of origin. Aligning with this policy shift, Japan has authorized the export of Patriot missiles to the United States, a move intended to bolster the Japan-U.S. alliance. However, these missiles are restricted from being transferred to a third country without Japan's explicit consent. The Wisconsin Supreme Court, currently dominated by liberal justices, has overturned legislative maps drawn by Republicans mandating the creation of new district boundaries as advocated by the Democrats. The existing maps, established by Republicans in 2011, have consistently secured substantial majorities for them in the Wisconsin legislature, despite the state's evenly split political landscape. The court found these maps to be in violation of the state's constitution stipulation for contiguous territory. As a response, the court has stated its intention to hire a consultant to assess new remedial maps should the legislators not undertake this task themselves. Scientists at the National Ignition Facility have achieved a groundbreaking milestone in nuclear fusion, successfully conducting a reaction that produced more energy than was consumed, representing a substantial advancement in the quest for clean energy solutions to the global climate crisis. This process has been replicated at least three times this year with the highest energy yield recorded at 3.88 megajoules. While these experiments demonstrate the potential for consistently generating fusion energy at multi-megajoule scales, significant challenges remain in terms of scaling up the technology and making it cost-effective. Nonetheless, this development marks a critical step forward in harnessing fusion, a process powering the sun for sustainable and potentially limitless energy on Earth. And finally, the U.S. Army has completed significant renovations and demolitions at Fort Liberty, North Carolina, formerly Fort Bragg, particularly the troubled Smoke Bomb Hill Barracks. After intense scrutiny from media reports and complaints from soldiers about life-threatening conditions, including mold infestations and deteriorating infrastructure, major changes were made. Of the 15 buildings, three were renovated for future use in early 2024, while 12 were deemed beyond repair and scheduled for demolition. This action followed the allocation of $95.5 million for renovation and demolition contracts. The situation at Smoke Bomb Hill, which led to the relocation of 1,171 soldiers and allowed nearly 300 to live off base, highlighted the Army's challenges in maintaining quality living quarters for its personnel. The issue extends beyond Fort Liberty, with a military-wide inspection revealing mold issues in many barracks. 
Addressing these concerns, however, is limited by budget constraints with an estimated $7.5 billion needed for maintenance and repairs, far exceeding the Army's $1 billion annual budget for barracks upkeep. Where the hell has that money been going? If it's a billion dollars a year, and this is multiple years in the making, what the f- what's been going on with that? Hmm? Hmm? Uh, well, didn't mean to leave you with, uh, <laughs> with the news of like, what the hell? Yeah, what's been going on with it? But that's the news. Those are the things you need to know, things we need to talk about, things that will make you smarter. And for 12 23 this has been the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup. I hope y'all have a great holiday. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to be doing these um, for next week or not, just because, hey, it's the relaxing time, you know. But if I do, hey, why don't you keep on listening. And happy holidays, you beautiful people.